Welcome to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast with Tyree E. Rowell. Well, hello, everyone. I'm so glad to have you listening to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast. It has been a phenomenal time just coming on here to talk about mental health, spiritual health, and emotional health. And we have been discussing where I have been teaching about emotional health um, since September. And of course, since we are going into October, uh, we have a lot of, you know, events as far as um, domestic violence and breast cancer and also Mental Health World Day. But um, I will be you know, sometime during this whole month, be talking about um, some things. But since we are still on emotional health, I'm going to still be talking about, you know, feelings and thoughts. Because anytime you're thinking about something, it is going to lead to how you're going to feel about it. And as you feel about it, you're going to behave it. So, no matter what situation you may find yourself in, you can always be conscious about how it's going to, you know, how, how the outcome is going to be. But it's going to depend on how the way you think. So if you're thinking um, a certain way, you're going to feel a certain way. But sometimes people have difficulty expressing the feeling or expressing or well like most people be thinking when they're expressing their feelings they also telling people what they're thinking but we like to call it processing your thoughts because as you process your thoughts you can also be able to express the feeling that comes behind it but sometimes people do not know how to do that and that is why I'm going to be talking about the difference between thoughts and feelings because there is a difference. And I have noticed how sometimes when people are talking, including myself, we tend to say uh, feeling as a, we tend to express our feelings as our thoughts. And, and I'm going to give an example because I feel like if I give an example, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Because we can't, I can't just sit here and just say what we do, but I also believe in showing you how it happens. So let's say, for example, you are in a relationship or a friendship, and the person who you're talking to is doing something that's making you feel unloved. But instead of you going to that person and expressing that you feel unloved, this is how you go to them. You go to them and you say, I feel like you don't want to be around me. I feel like you just want to spend more time with your friends than me. I feel like every time I come into the house, you uh, go straight back there to the back room. Those are not feelings. You are not expressing feelings. Feelings are strictly one word. 
because a feeling is gonna be a word. It's just one word. Now you can have more than one word when you are expressing your feelings because what I mean by that is you are expressing emotions. So you can have three or four different kinds of emotion all at once. And that's how you come up with this feeling word overwhelming. Because you you can feel a number of emotions at one time. But when we are speaking to people and we are saying, I feel like you don't want to be around me. Or I feel like all you want to do is spend more time with your friends than me. You are telling them what you're thinking. You're telling that person what you are thinking. But not only you're telling that person what you're thinking, you're also telling that person what you think of them. Because as you say, I feel like you don't want to be around me. That is letting that other person could possibly seem like you are attacking them or they may feel like they need to defend themselves. And really, you're not trying to attack the character. You're not trying to make them feel like they're worthless or anything like that. But a person can take it that way because we got the because of the way that we're saying something. But I wonder how that person would take it from you if you if you go straight to them and you say, "I feel unloved." When you walk, you get up every time I walk into the house, and you get up and you go straight to the the back room. I feel unloved. I feel disrespected. That is totally a different sentence than saying, "I feel like you don't respect me." I feel like you just want to use me and. Act like I don't act like you don't see me around here. Different tone of voice too, right? <laughs> because I just noticed every time I say something like, "I feel like you did this, you that, you that, you did this, that, by and the," my tone is different. But when I say, "I feel unloved and so disrespected," when I come in this house. And you don't do anything but just get up and go back there into the room, or you ignore me. I want to know what's going on. Different time of us, I mean. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Because, see, when I have to come up with feeling words, I have to think. <laughs> especially if I'm doing it correctly, especially if I am using my communication skills. Because it is a practice. This is something that does not happen overnight, I tell you. But when we are sitting up here trying to think of feeling words so that we can use the I statement, because that's exactly what I just did. I use the I statement. I feel. Because instead of saying, I feel like you, but I dot this and the other, I'm saying I feel, and I put an emotion word behind it, and then explain what they do when they do it. You know, when they do it, because it's giving them the evidence of what I'm saying. 
I'm telling you the evidence of what I am seeing when you do this and that and the other. So, different types of conversations. And then, that may be a way of how a person would respond back because um, I'm being very conscious about my words as well as spitting words. But I want you to understand the difference because it's so important. It's so important when it comes to trying to renew your mind so that you can be transformed. Because if you don't know that there's a difference between thoughts and feelings, you're just going to communicate the way you want, how the way you feel like doing. You see what I'm saying? But sometimes um, you don't get the reaction that you want because two people are arguing because two people are feeling some type of way. But not only are they feeling a certain way, they're thinking about it first. Because if a person comes to you, all you can think about is what they said. But they don't kind of like have some selective hearing too because they be like, okay, did they, did they just say this? And they start thinking about that. And you could have said so many things but they only pick and choose what they want to talk about because they heard this. But the only reason why that is is because they are thinking about what uh, just transpired and what just came out your mouth instead of just actively listening and just relaying back what they thought that you said, but come up with their own conclusion. And based off of that conclusion, they come up with the feeling behind it, and then they behave the way that they want to behave. So, thoughts, basically a sentence. Anytime that you are communicating and you say something about a feeling, if you say a whole sentence, then baby, that's a thought. It is not a feeling. It is a thought. So be careful, be mindful that you are actually saying a sentence that you are thinking something because anytime you come up with a sentence you're thinking something you are not feeling feelings are words and i'm gonna give you some example of emotion words emotion feeling words like angry now of course we know that the common word mad sad happy those are the main common words that people love to say or are afraid. Afraid, mad, sad, and happy. But we really do have to boost our vocabulary when it comes to um, emotions and feelings so that we'll be able to express the feeling behind why I am thinking, why I am feeling this way, why am I doing the things that I'm doing, why am I whatever. Just like David in the Bible, when he asked his soul, why are you so cast down? Why are you so sad? Because he knew that that was a feeling. And plus, it was a question. But we do have to know why we are. And of course, from us reading it, we know that David was sad because of what the people were saying. And, and questioning where is his God. And he was sad. He was crying. He was also telling us what he was thinking. 
because even in the books of Psalm 42, David tells us what he thinks about the whole situation. But we can also grab what type of feelings he was having because he was also, you know, tired, depressed. Um, and people cry for many reasons, you know. Some people cry when they're angry. Some people cry when they are sad. Some people cry when they are embarrassed. You know, there are many reasons why people cry. So we really cannot just pinpoint why a person is crying all day. We really do have to ask them what what is the reason for the tears. Because even people who are happy cry. So, you, you know, we still have to know what's behind it. So it's always good to ask yourself a question. So these are some other feeling words. Embarrassed. Disconnected. Joyful. Excited. Grateful. Loved. Relieved. Content. Pain. I feel pain. You know, pain is a word too. But there are different kinds of pain. Like physical pain, emotional pain, mental pain. There's so many different kinds of pain. Um, tense, anxious, annoyed, devastated, overwhelmed. I feel inspired, hopeful, confident, curious. Vulnerable, confused. See, those are a lot of feeling words. And we even get feeling words even when we're in situation and we just not happen to get our need met. We will come up we'll come up with all kinds of, you know, reasons of why something is not happening, especially like when you are trying to talk to your friend about why they are um, going back to the back of the room when they, when you come into the house. Because when you do not feel love or do not feel connected to someone, then that is a need that's not being met. Because some people do need affection. Some people do need connection. Some people do need to hear other people tell them that they love them. So that's a need. And when you do not get those things, of course, you may have a feeling behind that where you may be feeling disconnected or you may feel alienated, um, disengaged, detached, or lonely. You know, good feeling words. But, but when, we, when we are expressing those feelings, we do have to um, let a person know that you are feeling a word when they do this or that or whatever the case may be. Instead of just saying, I feel like this or whatever the case may be. Because really, you're not giving that other person to explain themselves. And, and then it can seem like we are seeing something. So never assume anything. Always, you know, be kind of like curious of why a person is doing something. But if you're if you're not going to ask, because some people 
do tend to act like, why do you always go back in the window to my comments in this, in this, in this house? Uh, but some people don't like to ask why questions. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Um, but if you don't even want to ask why questions, you can just say, can we talk? You know, I will, I, I have to express my feelings and my thoughts. I, I, I need to um, get some assurance. I need to find out what's going on here because I, I'm feeling lonely when you do this or when you do that. And, um, you know, hopefully it'll be a great conversation. But just remember that thoughts and feelings are two different things, okay? And that whenever you're telling somebody what you're thinking, you can just simply say, hey, these are the things I'm thinking. Now, tell me if I'm wrong. If, if I'm wrong, just let me know. You know, I'm thinking this way. I'm thinking that. And I'm trying to get some clarity. But when it comes to expressing feelings, don't feel ashamed. Don't feel bad. You know, and, and don't feel like you have to come up with these big words when you're expressing your feelings. You know, just just say what it is that you really actually are feeling and that you are aware of, and just tell them that these these are this is how the way you feel when they do something. Now it's the same way when we are in situations that we cannot control as well. You know, just like David. He was expressing himself to God in Psalm 42. So even in those situations, when we are talking to God, we also have to talk to ourselves. But we have to ask ourselves what has us reacting the way that we are. And you best believe it's going to be about how the way you're thinking and how the way you're feeling about what's going on around you. And it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not even know. If you don't even know, you can just sit there. Just sit in it. You can just sit there silently and be like, okay, let me just spend some time and just process this for a moment. It's okay. We don't always have it together. But instead of going out there and just react before we think, let's sit down and just think about it. Think about it, feel about it, before we do about it. Simple. Really, it's easy said than done. But if you don't remember anything else from this podcast, remember this. Think about it, feel about it, before you do about it. So y'all have a wonderful day on this day. And don't forget to listen and subscribe to this podcast. Also share this podcast because you just never know who may want to um, have some resource to handling the emotions and also optimize the mental health and also spiritual health as well. So have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode.